0: Of
1: course, get in your Super Chats because any amount of your question or statement right on the air. And it also brings on our very special guest. We're very excited to have him on, uh, folks. He is the MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Not only that, he's going to be at MLW Slaughterhouse this October 14th. What is that? Is that
2: Friday? Saturday.
1: That's Saturday. Saturday, October 14th in Philadelphia at 2300 Arena. He's going to face Davy Boy Smith Jr., putting that title on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, the one- the only Alex Kane joins us now. Huh? I'm here! <laughs> See, we didn't know when, but we knew you'd show up. <laughs>
2: Look at the belt. The belt is shining, too. Look at yeah, that yeah,
3: thing. Yeah, it is shining. I think it's reacting to the green screen as well. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think That's DJ, perfect. will be, right. be all right.
2: Alex, how are you doing this morning?
3: I am doing great. I'm a little hungry, but I'm good.
2: Oh, what What's a what's a breakfast meal for the champion?
3: Uh, breakfast meal: three to five eggs, um, some oatmeal with some peanut butter and some honey, and maybe a protein shake. That's
2: that's way above what what I can eat. Way above. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm
3: just eating cereal.
2: Do you have a favorite cereal? Uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. All right. That's a that's a banger right there. Gotta love. Have the you, have you done crunch. any
1: of the the knockoff cereal? Like the not cinnamon toast crunch, but like the French toast crunch and all that stuff have you tried those? oh yeah of
3: course i grew up poor
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i was i was a fruit loops and frosted Flakes kid so uh-huh. i <laughs>
2: Gotta get the Fruity Loops. That's the knockoff. The Fruity right Loops. Yeah. yeah, the Fruity <laughs> Loops.
1: Isn't that an app that you use to make
2: beats? That's also, yeah. Yeah, it actually is.
3: It actually is an application used to make beats. Yes, yeah. there you go. Um,
2: Alex, what can fans expect this this Saturday at ML, MLW Slaughterhouse uh, against Davy Boy Smith Jr.? He's back. He's coming for the gold. Just won the Opera Cup. What can fans expect from this match? Besides some suplexes and a lot of hard hitting, I would imagine.
3: Man, look, uh, you can expect for him to fail like every other generation of Smith has failed to become world champion. That's what you can expect. There you go.
2: Automatically just taking shots.
3: That's what I do. That's what I'm good at. (laughs)
2: How's it been under the, the MLW banner now being on, on Fight TV? We had Corp Power on just before the, the first fight show. And you know, this is something that you guys have been working on for, for a while because Fusion would kind of air just on various networks. It would always be on such a big delay and everything. Now we got Fusion. We're getting matches within you know a couple of weeks of when they taped. Mm-hmm. Live specials, uh, which we've headlined. How's it been under the, the Fight TV era thus far?
3: Man, it's been awesome. Like my family being able to watch me, you know, in these title fights has been amazing because my brothers are hilarious. Um, I, I want to get into some of the things that they, they'd be saying when they're watching the live stream, but it's just been amazing for people to just be able to get the MLW shows right then and there um on Fight Plus. Again, it's just been amazing because um, before having to w- ha- for them having to wait like several weeks for them to you know put everything together and stuff like that, editing and stuff like that. So like for them to be able to just get it right then and there, money.
1: Corp Bauer spoke to the New York Post uh, a few months ago, and he mentioned the Don King connection to the Boy Boy Fight Club. And he wanted to get you and Don King on screen together. Has there been any update with any of that stuff?
3: Uh, No, no. Don King is a very, very busy man. Um, so I think right now we'll just have to go with uh, them, Like I guess like live piping him in into the show. But um, one day it'll happen. We got to get it. We
1: got
2: to make it happen. If you could ask Don King one question, what would it be?
3: man uh hmm. how do I, how do i become as great as mike tyson that's what i want to know
2: i mean hit hard deal with pigeons Remember the mike tyson pigeon stories that man loves his pigeons <laughs> get, it, get in on that i think eat, eat babies eat children mike tyson just <laughs> would you ever get a face tattoo
3: no no actually no i won't say no it depends on how much money i have if i have <laughs> lots and lots of money then yeah i'm gonna face that dude who's gonna tell me who's gonna tell me anything exactly. yeah. you,
1: you you won the mlw i started winning. rap career
3: too there it is
1: <laughs> you 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 won the title at never at never say never so clearly you gotta live by that mantra from now on
3: exactly yeah exactly <laughs>
1: I want to I go back to your match uh, against Willie Mack at Fury Road. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
4: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Willie Mack's a big dude, and he is a tough guy to, to wrestle. What was what was the experience like working with a guy like Willie? Uh,
3: very, very heavy, um, very hard-hitting, um... Uh, like there was a spot in the match where we were outside and I think I threw him in the barricade. He threw me in the barricade. Um, I was talking crap to him while he was kind of bent over. He headbutts me. I sit back in this chair. He runs around the ring, comes back around and kicks my head into the guardrail. I thought I was done. I thought I was done. So if that tells you anything, if that tells you anything, that that was that was a rough night. I wasn't concussed or anything, so we're good, but whoo.
2: We we when we had uh power on our show, he praised you for really stepping up behind the scenes and, and taking on kind of a, a leadership role in, in MLW. How much has is how much have you grown kind of in that role, you know, being the champion? You're obviously one of the faces of the company now, but behind the scenes, like taking on kind of that more more of a leadership role.
3: Um it's been like, I guess when I first got there, I was a little timid. Um, I didn't know. I mean, even though, like, the atmosphere was chill, like, I didn't really know how to, like, move and stuff like that. Um, but just, like, over time with the confidence that court and, uh, the, and management has had in me, um, I've kind of, like, blossomed, like, with the whole, like, Bumae fight train thing, like, bringing, like, I guess, like, reaching out to talent, bringing them in, you know, like that, and getting more – representation on screen. Um and then like as because Court told me, you know, once I won the belt, I was like you're the locker room leader now. So like however you want the locker room to be is how it's gonna be. So like I'm just trying to foster a a an even more chill environment where you know I want everybody to get along. I want everybody to watch each other's matches. Um, um I just I, I want it to be as much of a team as it can possibly be and the goal is to put on the best show for these fans as humanly possible
1: i want to ask about the importance of representing the lgbtq community Uh, i think most people know or maybe they don't that you identify with the lgbtq community and you are the mlw world heavyweight champion um talk to me about the importance of that representation and what it means to you and how it also influences others especially in the wrestling world
3: um, I think it's important because like you have you have so many LGBTQ wrestlers in professional wrestling um and you know some are just on the come up, and you know some are you know already at the big stage for the ones that are on the come up, like you see you can look at me and be like, okay, look, if Alice Kane can do it, then I can do it um so I feel like that's that's pretty damn inspiring, and especially to be a world champion in two years in the company um it's just it's something to strive for. But yeah, What's it's definitely it's very very important to me.
2: What's it been like with the the backstage and, and a lot of pre-tapes when it comes to Boomerang Fight Club? How have you kind of grown into doing doing those and getting more comfortable with those?
3: Man, if, <laughs> they used to call me like six take Alex when I first started because <laughs> it was it was that bad. Like it, it would it just took me it took me a while to like find like my groove and like my own, my style um like it takes me it takes me a good bit to get warmed up you got to get the juices flowing the creative juices got to get flowing. um and then like also one thing that helped the one thing that I learned that helps me is like listening to rap music um because there's always a great bar in there or something that you'll hear and you'll be like, oh snap like okay I can piece this together piece that together boom we have a great promo um but like now, now, I, now I'll get it in like one or two takes or whatever, and that's all I really need. Um, but it, it's, uh, it's helped my promos outside of the company. It's helped my promos in front of a live crowd. Um, I'm just, now I'm just comfortable. Like I'm, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to, you know, let off these shots at any time.
2: Okay, I've got, I've got to ask uh, a follow-up when it comes to the rap music. Yeah, Joel knows. Uh, favorite rappers, top five top five
3: my top five i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you, i don't have the top five um i don't have the top five um but i mean i listen to a little bit of everything i think right now um there's uh man let me see hold on
2: have you listened Let's... to the new drake album i saw you tweet a little bit about... i
3: listened so i haven't listened to the whole album there's one song called um i guess it's i don't give a an f um mm-hmm. Uh, and it's him and Yeet, and Yeet is rapping his is rapping his bar or whatever, and then uh, I think Drake says, money for fun, or something like that, and like they have been um, crucifying this man online for it, and it's been the funniest thing, because then they'll just be they'll, I saw one video where Yeet's rapping, and Drake's like waiting, <laughs> waiting, 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 money for fun, or whatever, so it's just a bunch of videos like that, um, but I like Um, I'm trying to find this dude's name. Uh, what is this? I mean, yeah, I guess Yeet is on there. Uh, his name's 22 Two G Z. Um, he made this song called Twirlanta, and it is it is just great. It takes a while to build up to get to the actual beat drop, but it's just good music.
2: Oh, so this is more new school stuff. See, I don't listen to, to any of that. I'm yes. a, I'm a old school. Old you got school to guy. you got
3: to listen some new school stuff. Uh, I listen to some um, new school stuff. I'm
2: set in my ways. I am way too set in my ways. The Drake album. The only thing I liked was the J Cole verse. Everything else, I could just, I could leave behind on that album. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't listen to to much of the new school stuff. Uh, you mentioned um, two two. I, I apologize that I, for, I forget this man's name. Toro Twirl, Twirl, Atlanta. There you go, him. Uh, yeah. You you represent the 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 South scene a lot. Going back to action and everything, what's it mean to you to, to represent that, that scene
3: still? Man, it's dope, especially, um, I've, I was kind of made aware of this. I, I didn't really see myself as this, but um, Sean Dean, uh, when I had won, it, it was either before I won the belt or after I won the belt, he kind of called me the dark horse of my class uh, coming up at the WWA4. I was trained by AR Fox. Um, I was kind of the dark horse um, because I kind of, I did, I did everything my own way. I didn't follow, you know, the trend of what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is going to a particular show named called Evolve. um, And they were trying to get on that way. And I was, and I decided that it was more important for me to get my reps in and to wrestle than to, you know, try to kiss somebody's tail to get on to a platform. Um, So like I like, so yeah, I just grinded just grinded my way out. Um, and you know, to come up how I came up, I've I was in this uh show called The Future Showcase, which is done by the SCI tournament. Um, and uh it was me, this guy named Nolan Edwards, this other guy. Um, and that show kind of put me on the map, like because there's there was really nobody else that had like a suplex style, I guess we call it a gimmick. Um and so like to be able to stand out in that way. And like from that moment on, my career has just been on this like rocket ship type trajectory even to even now, and it's still going up. Um, so like to be able to represent the Southeast um, in the way that I am, like sometimes it doesn't feel like my impact or like, I guess like my footprint on the Southeast is that big, but every now and again, you know, my peers down here will, Remind me.
1: Last year, you had a match against Billy Starks. Mm Mm-hmm. That is, that's, she's a very special performer, a very special wrestler. Talk to me about working with someone like Billy who uh, seems to be taking the the wrestling world by storm in her way.
3: Man, Billy is a bully, dog. She is a bully. She (laughs) is a bully. Like, you think I'm bad? She's even worse. Let's hear it, let's
1: hear it. Come on, spill.
3: (laughs) Um, bro, she's just mean. Like she be saying like some of the slickest stuff. I can't even repeat on here. She would be saying some of the slickest stuff. <laughs> no, you're
1: gonna like, fifteen minutes.
3: At, <laughs> do whatever you want. And at and at the time, like I think she was like seventeen or whatever. So like it's like I, wait till this damn bell ring. Wait till this bell ring. I can't put my hands on you right now. But wait till the damn bell ring. Um, but no, I mean other, other than her being bully Starks because that's really that's an alter ego of hers. Um, you know she is. She's truly really special. Um, uh, one of the, I think a few shows after that Future Showcase uh, match, um, you know, she had tweeted about me or something and she was like, she was listening to this one guy, uh, his one guy's podcast, and the guy would say that, that I was next up if I wanted it. Um, and she was like, okay, we're, yeah, we're gonna see, I'm on the show with the guy, we're gonna see what he's about. Um she watched me wrestle and she was like, okay, yeah, this guy, this guy is definitely next up. Um, and then like the the relationship kind of grew from there. Um, she has this thing called the Big Starks brand, which uh, is which is a, which is a um, I guess you would say a knockoff of the uh, Big Baller brand. Um, so then we, everybody has like knee, uh, knee sleeves and stuff like that, we all represent um, and like, I I signed to them. It was a, this is a few months before I signed to MLW? So I signed to them or whatever. And we made it like a whole big thing. But it's just it was just a way to like um, shine a light on up and coming talent that is out here, you know, getting it. Um, but she she did she definitely is special. I mean, outside of her being bully starts, she's a pretty dope human being. Isn't her? She
2: doesn't being like
3: boy- that. A, she doesn't like that I talk so much crap. I especially talk a whole lot of crap online. She doesn't like that, but it is what it is.
2: Isn't her being a bully a d- direct tie to Mouse? Like Mouse is Mouse is the one just like, you know, mm-hmm. my kid's gonna beat everybody. He's telling her he sucks she sucks when she loses and everything. She's gotta she's gotta return that energy to somebody else. I, I'm blaming Mouse for a lot of this.
3: I blame I definitely blame Mouse for a lot of it. Uh Mouse is a menace. He is a menace to the highest degree.
2: One hundred percent, one hundred percent, is an absolute menace. Um, I want I want to comment on something and ask you about something. So, so Effie kind of made made some headlines and some waves with basically just saying like, you know, being a TV star does not mean you are a draw. In the world of wrestling, and I saw you kind of, mm-hmm. kind of repost this. I want to get your thoughts on sort of what Effie had to say about that. Of like, hey, just because you're on TV doesn't mean you know you can like make all this booking fee, or you're going to bring in hundreds to your local independent show and things like
3: that. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, I said, he, I said, Chef Effie was cooking, like, and he really was. Like, I see so many guys that are on TV; they're not even the guy where they're at, they're not featured on television, but, you know, they have that whatever they have one of the big three acronyms next to their name and they'll act like they're a star. So they'll charge all of this money. Like uh, I had one show that I was on. Um, I won't mention who it is, but he charged a hefty amount. It did not draw the way that they thought he was going to draw. And I'm just like, dog, I even told the promoter, I'm like, Just because he's on television doesn't mean the people that watch him on television are going to come to your show. So that doesn't mean that they're going to draw. Also, if they're not prominently featured on television themselves, what do you, obviously their company doesn't believe in them that much. So why do you have so much faith in them? Um, And that's a huge thing. You just have a bunch of people in the independence with all of this money. And instead of paying, the talent that they have on their show consistently more money and and when paying them more money and also paying them for the transportation, because a lot of, a lot of these bookers don't do that either. Um, but, um, like instead of, instead of trying to come out of pocket, I've, I think the craziest number I heard was like 15,000, which is nuts. Um, uh, instead of instead of paying that money to that one person, how about you disperse that amongst your the roster that's here all the daggum time? Um, I think that's wild. Like, if you're not a draw, you're not, just because you're on, like you said, just because you're on TV doesn't mean you're a draw. Like, Effie is probably one of the, you know, if there's, I think, I think, if there's an independent wrestling hall of fame, he'll go into the wrestling hall of fame, damn it. That man is amazing. Just Amazing, he's changed the game. He told you he was gonna change the game years ago, and that's what he's doing. Um, yeah, I oof. yeah, that, that's my piece. That's my piece. <laughs> I
1: love it. I've got I've got one last question for you. When's the match versus Shaza McKenzie?
3: Man, I don't know, bro. I don't know, but somebody <laughs> needs to quit being so um so scared. Um, it's gonna be a banger match, it's gonna make money um and it's it's gonna be overall fun um i uh, I have one booker uh that he might book the match. we'll see he okay. might book the match. Um, but uh he was like she's gonna kill you. I'm like you wild for saying that you out your <laughs> rabbit ass mind is what my mom would say what your rabbit like, mind if you think
1: when when you're on this show, you win your matches. That's We've come mm-hmm. to realize this. So first of all, you got a great chance coming up at Slaughterhouse on Saturday, October 14th, MLW at Philadelphia's 2300 Arena. You're taking on Davey Boy Smith Jr. Uh, that world title on the line, Alex Kane, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you Anything else you want to plug? Please go ahead.
3: Uh, follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Kane 11. Uh, Instagram at Suplex Assassin. TikTok, TikTok at Alex underscore Kane 11. Um, you know, just remember the MLW is is the game's best kept secret. Um, you know, we got diversity in there. We got Mean the Mumbai Fight Club. We got super heavyweights like Jacob Fatu. Uh, we got the next generation like Ichiban, Love, Doug, and, and Nolo Kitano. Um, we got hard, we even got hardcore wrestling, dog. I mean, not full, not full on death matches, but you know, we got hardcore wrestling. Uh, Ricky Shane Page and Raven. Um, you know, stream MLW Fusion, especially when I'm on there, but always stream it, but especially when the champ is on the screen. Uh, Thursday, Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Um, you know, just remember that Buma is for the people, and uh, don't let Shazam McKenzie on the show because I can't have that. Uh, that I can't have a draw.
1: That's have, fine, that we don't uh, we, we don't bring her <laughs> up because then our boss gets angry too, so it's okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank you. And Alex. also
3: remember that Davey Boy Smith Jr. about to get all this work, and that is on. Boom, my yay. Boom, my yay. Boom, my yay.
1: dude, Alex Kane, thank you so much. Good luck on Saturday.
3: Thank you, sir.
2: Thank you, Alex. Oh, hey, yo, MLW, World Heavyweight Champion, right there.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.